All art are toys. All toys are art. Hello and welcome to episode 193 of Under the Cull of MS. A gaming episode. I don't know. This is going to be a new segment probably. I'll do some gaming every now and then. Not sure what the name's going to be. Uh, it could be Control This is what I'm thinking. But we will see what the future has to offer. And we're going to talk about E3 today. I watched all three days. I watched everything that was going on, see what have, what was coming up for the near future. And I was curious of what was going to come out for new machines and stuff like that. But sadly, we did not have a separate Nintendo show. And a separate PlayStation show. Apparently, they're going to do those separately <laughs> from E3. There was a Xbox and Bethesda segment. Uh, some of the standards with cross-platform and stuff like that. Of course, you got the new Call of Duty coming out. Basically, the same as all of them. Uh, just a little bit better graphics. Another different war layout. Probably some new zombie stuff. They haven't really done much of a difference throughout the years other than graphically. Uh, Battlefield 2042. Same shit, different year. <laughs> Just like Call of Duty. Yeah, and they all, all pretty much seem the same. They have might have some new weaponry or something like that, but it's all basically the same style layouts and stuff, the same player versus player campaigns and team events and stuff like that. They might advance a little bit here and there. Uh, we had Everwild Eternals was shown and which had some interesting gameplay with great visuals about protectors of our world. We haven't really got deep into that game either so they didn't tell us too much a lot of these were little small peaks and stuff starfield looked very interesting space journey exploration game maybe we don't know enough and it's which is surprising considering it's actually coming out i think i want to say october maybe it might be closer to august but we'll see Araka, which is basically a martial arts weaponry fighting Hack and slash style game with battle royale style gameplay. Basically Fortnite with swords. Uh, big weapons, big swings, all that stuff. Uh, the highlights. Oh, I suppose it could go with the day one. Layout and then jump back to... Yeah, let's do the go through day one first. E3 day one, Ubisoft forward started off the events. Um, they had Rainbow Six Extraction, basically a whole new warfare game with Resident Evil style gameplay, wicked creatures, wicked visuals. I gave that 
one and my ratings are just of what I thought of just their videos and stuff. I didn't get any hands on play at any of these games, but give that one about a four out of five as far as interest peaks. Uh, Rocksmith Plus, which is a fun way to learn how to play an instrument, connect your guitar, your bass, your lead guitar or bass to the game. And once you're hooked in, you can learn along with others and get feedback about how you're doing and take some lessons and all that stuff. It's a great way to learn how to play an instrument. I'd give that about a four out of five. Uh, Riders Republic. It's an open world playground with export style from fun where you team up and to open up stuff and there's skateboarding, there's biking, uh, I think snowboarding maybe, flying type things, windsuits and stuff like that, all kinds of things like that you can play with, export style. Give that about a three out of five, the way it looked. Rainbow Six Siege, you can play with friends and military combat. Basically, I'm assuming all these Rainbow Sixes will just be expansions. Coming off it, that one I'd give about a three out of five. Updates that are coming to different games. They have updates coming to Trackmania, which is like a... Kid-style Hot Wheels racing-style game, but it's fun because of the visuals with the racing format. Brawlhalla has, like, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle expansion coming out. Crew 2 has some stuff, Watch Dogs, Mirage, Ghost Recon, Assassin's Creed. All got some updates coming in a bunch of other games. Yeah, Just, Just Dance 2022. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm just not into those dancing games, but so I give that one about a one out of five, but I'm sure it's up there for the people that enjoy it. There was a Werewolves Within movie based off the Ubisoft game Mythic Quest. It looks really fun and have enough of it to really show us. So it's would have been nice to see a little bit more than what they had to offer. Then we had Gearbox Gaming. They showed us Far Cry 6, which, I mean, you have a dock sound, a wiener dog on wheels. Well, his hind legs are blowing off, so he's got, or something happened that he's got wheels for hind legs. You got a cockfighting cock with, like, Kind of like spike jewelry on them and stuff. Uh, and an alligator that you can dress up and stuff the way it looks. They're all like your little helpers and you can bring them in and use them to attack others and take over camps. I give that one a 5 out of 5. I mean, that's a game that's that's got to be right on my shelf. They uh, got a Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope game. It's basically what you would expect. Rabbit Rabbits game mixed with a Mario game. Give it about a three out of five. Uh, scary looking rabbit character dressed up like a female. Kind of like took a point away from it. <laughs> Avatar Front Avatar Avatar Frontier of Pandora. 
basically a beautiful looking avatar game that we were told about what probably four or five years ago it was supposed to come out finally coming out because they're still apparently coming out with those last three movies all at once instead of just bringing one out like years ago for second one instead they're gonna try and bring it all out together it's like by then everybody might be sick of even thinking about avatar but that's their prerogative <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. We hear about a Borderlands movie with Eli Roth is doing. I don't know if it's an actual movie. I hope so. I'm thinking that they just void said it that way and stuff. And it's just the basically the movie f- trailers and lines for the actual game, the in-game movies. Um, but I'm hoping it's a separate. We have been waiting for like a Borderlands style movie to come out for a long time. I think that'd be a ton of fun. Uh, Homeworld 3, we heard some little bits about Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Uh, this is a big one. This is a Borderlands off the new Borderlands, I'm assuming. I give it a five out of five. It's got Adam Sandberg, Wanda Sykes, Will Arnett, a fire dra well, fire dragons, and a butt stallion. Yes, I said butt stallion. <laughs> yeah, I gotta gotta check it out. And then a really good uh, movie clip that we got that looks really fun is Ryan Reynolds in Free Guy movie. It's kind of interesting and funny character that's basically a video game character and you get to watch him go through life after life and stuff like that not knowing that he's an actual video game character. It's, it's supposed to come out on eight, August 13th. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh Hopefully, it'll come right to a platform right away, but we'll see. Tribes of Midgard, uh, basically plunder and destroy. Lord of the Rings-style gameplay, 10-player co-op, RPGs, Viking game. Giants try to destroy your village every day and stuff. So, I give that one about a 3 out of 5. Godfall, PlayStation 5 game, basically giant. Giants and Giant Fantasy Battles. Uh, I get that about two out of five. Those games never really thrilled me. God of War expansions, stuff like that. They look great, but the gameplay is eh. But we'll see what, what has come out. I'll take a break for a second. I'll come back with some day two news in a bit. Okay, fans of the show or non-fans, you can support the podcast by leaving five stars and liking it or leaving five stars and not liking it and tell us why. And we will let people know and we'll try and make it better for you. You can also click on support on my anchor page and donate and support the podcast. Or if you'd like to actually get something for a donation, you can send a donation to PayPal at kevintheduckpool at gmail.com. 
and you can see that in many of the show notes, the address. Uh, for fans inside the U.S. only, a $15 donation will get you a Gemini comic box with five random comics in it. A $30 donation gets a priority mail padded flat rate envelope, 12 random comics in it. And a $100 donation gets you a priority mail medium flat rate box with 40 random comics in it. Comics will be in fair to very good condition. They may have been used on the podcast, may have been unread, may have been read. Just random comics out of my mixed boxes that I will be getting rid of to downsize. And for our international listeners, since shipping so rough and customs are a pain, I am going to offer two options to start. We'll see how it goes. But a $50 donation gets you a priority mail padded flat rate envelope with 12 random comics in it. And a $125 donation gets a priority mail medium flat rate box with 40 random comics in it. So there's a comic deal. If you want to donate, help out the show. This will get me a little something and get you a little something also. Thanks. Okay, the big boys of day two is the Xbox Bethesda uh, chat. I got introduced to Halo Infinite, which looks great. It's going back to Master Chief days, uh, giving us that early Halo feel as far as Gameplay and character structure. So it should be fun. It looks like Cortana hops into a little chip that he sticks into the back of his helmet and takes with him now. So, which I thought was introduced to us in like the third Hello. Hello, Reach. Not positive. I thought there was a thing where Cortana became part of our helmet wear. Then uh, we got a little more about Starfield. Basically, the makers are 25 years in the making from people who did Skyrim and Fallout 4. Which those Fallout 4 hasn't been out for 25 years. So, basically, going into space 11 11 2022 is when this game's going out. So, we're just getting little teasers about it. Uh, makes us want to go flying into space and see what happens. Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, I give it a four out of five for five for starter looks with a big question mark, wondering what the hell it is, what's going to happen. It could just basically be another space exploration. It's better visuals. Hopefully, it's not. Hopefully, there's more to it. Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl. It's basically a Russian war conflict game. Across the games like Call of Duty, Return to Castle, Castle Wolfenstein, Castlevania, the 3D version, the more 3D version, not the 2D platform version. Uh, it's very much like Metro, Metro Last Light, those type ones. I gave it a two out of five because it basically just looks like a copy to those type of games, but. We'll see. Maybe it has a fun story. I doubt it. <laughs> Back for Blood. I give this one a four out of five. 
It's Left 4 Dead style game. Great visuals, swarm mode, player versus player. I, if I can get some online gameplay to work with my internet, this is one I'd jump into. Contraband. Looks like Far Cry, Far Cry type, uh, but doesn't really give you enough to it. Very limited footage. So I give it a two out of five with a question mark, wondering what the heck's up with it. Sea of Thieves, A Pirate's Life, has Jack Sparrow in it. I give it a three out of five because of Jack Sparrow being in it. And his visuals are terrible. Doesn't look like a good Jack Sparrow character, but that's why it got a three out of five. Uh, Should have got a four out of five easily. Five out of five if I would have enjoyed the first game, but I couldn't get into it. I didn't like how I got my ass whooped every time I did try to jump in a game. So, unless you have friends to work with, you're pretty much screwed on these games right off the bat. So, you find people. Yakuza Like a Dragon. It's Grand Theft Auto Yakuza style. Adult men in diapers, a room full of them. <laughs> I mean, what's up with this? Uh, but yeah, it looks basically like Grand Theft Auto just with the Yakuza. I give it a 3 out of 5. Battlefield 2042, basically the next era of warfare gameplay. Ever-changing landscape. Looks interesting. I actually think it looks better than Call of Duty. I give it a 4 out of 5. But we will have to see with the gameplay. I just... I just like that they're going into future wars. Everybody started bitching when Call of Duty started going into the future wars. So they went back to the old early war, war World War One, World War Two. I personally don't give two shits about the wars of the past anymore. Let's just look into what the future has to offer and make fun of it enough so maybe we won't actually go to war. <laughs> you can just play it in video games. Quit killing off all our innocent kids and teenagers fighting for a bunch of rich jackasses. But yeah, I don't want to get all political. So I'll stick with video games. <laughs> 12 minutes, some type of crime game. Again, it's crime. So it leaves you all intrigued. Doesn't give you a shit for a visual to play off of, so I give it a 2 out of 5 with a big question mark. Psychonauts 2, it's basically what you expect with Psychonauts. Ratchet, Ratchet and Crank style visuals. Uh, looks good, looks fun. I give it a 4 out of 5. I don't... I never really got deep into the Psychonauts games. So I don't know enough about the gameplay, but I did like the way it looked. Uh, some more new and updated games coming out is Doom Eternal. Skyrim 10, Fallout 76 has a Steel Rain and the Pit expansions coming. Uh, the Elder, oh, that gets you more into the Brotherhood of Steel and stuff. The Elder Scrolls Crew 2, which I mentioned earlier, and Watch Dogs. I'll have some updates coming to them. Party Animals it was a console launch exclusive for the new Xbox. Uh, basically, fuzzy critters fighting multiplayer style. It's fun. 
but those games never last with me, so I give it a three out of five. I, I get bored with them easily. Hades, which is a 2D style gameplay overhead godlike fighting game. I give it a two out of five. A lot of the overhead games, you got to have a good basis to it to suck me in on those. Somerville, it's kind of like dark exploration, Silent Hill style look to it. Again, not enough info on it, so I give it a two, two out of five with a question mark. The Halo Infinite multiplayer aspect uh, they say is going to be free to play and it will be the largest wide open environment ever this might get me back to online multiplayer I might actually get into this one I really enjoyed the earlier Halos kind of got burnt out after Halo 3 but we'll see if this can suck me back into it or not it reminded me of the early days of the Gears of War multiplayer and stuff, where it was actually fun. Uh, I gave that a 4 out of 5, if I didn't mention it. Diablo 2 Resurrected. Action RPG gameplay, 2D overhead. Soul Reaver, kind of Legacy of Kane, Soul Reaver style look to it. I know a lot of my references are from back in the day, but I'm an old school gamer, so suck it up and live with it. <laughs> Check out all the videos yourself to get the actual your own opinion. But I give that one about a 2 out of 5. A Plague Talk Requiem. It's kind of like a pirate land lover look. Not much info on this one either. I give it a 2 out of 5 with a big question mark. Far Cry 6. With the docks, dock hound, the alligator, a fighting rooster. I mean, you got me. Five out of five. I'm there. Uh, Slime Rancher 2 came out finally. It's an enjoyable, mind-numbing, farming-like game. Back in the day where you go around sucking up these little ball-like creatures. And there's all different forms of them. And they cross. You can cross them and breed them and stuff and get them to feed them different things and have things happen. I give that about a four out of five. That was the first one was fun and mind numbing type game that I liked back in the day. So I will check it out. We have shredders, which is a snowboarding with great visuals, big environments, lots of platforms for big air to go off of. I give this one a four out of five. It's been a long time since we had a good snowboarding game. Kind of hoping, since SSX isn't bringing anything new out, that this one holds up to its visuals. Atomic Heart. It's basically a highly advanced AI environment with lots of action. Didn't get a ton of info off it, but I this one looked unique. I gave it a 4 out of 5. I want to know more. Replaced coming out in 2022 it's a 2d side scrolling action fighter looked kind of like berserker at first the comic book when i seen it i'm like okay they're gonna do a 2d video game to go with the comic i was all excited but i gave it a three out of five since i don't know enough about it and you can have to wait to see what it is uh grounded it's basically mini people storyline adventure game kind of like honey i shrunk the kids 
looked actually kind of fun. The visuals are great. I give it a four out of five. Among Us, which is a cheesy looking puzzle solving game. It's just the graphics were terrible. I know the gameplay might be great, and they do that with a lot of games now. The cheesy looking games actually end up being more interesting than the highly graphic games. But for now, until I get to check it out more, it's a one out of five. The Aiden Rising Chronicle. I'm not sure. The naming on it was weird when they said it, but it's kind of like a Final Fantasy feel type game. I gave it a one out of five. Did not throw me with the visuals. The Ascent, or Accent, it's a counter launch exclusive also. Tool up, rise up, and fight 2D top view style. Not enough info on it, so it's one out of five with a big question mark. Age of Empires 4, historical tower defense type game. If you played the other ones, you know what you're getting. I give it a three out of five. Those games never really thrilled me. The Outer Worlds 2, which is an Xbox console launch. Well, it's, I think it's a console launch exclusive. It's the Xbox console exclusive. Uh, Giant Beast, Futuristic Worlds, not much finished on the game, so we don't know enough about it. But just by the layout, I gave it a 3 out of 5 with a big question mark. This game looked great. Flight Simulator, which we've heard about also for a while, and they've done different versions throughout the years. This one looks really nice, and it's an Xbox exclusive. Uh, Beautiful flying game, real-world environments, Top Gun expansion for it. But, yeah, you know, travel the world without leaving the seat of your living room. Do it. I give it a 5 out of 5. I definitely want to check this game out. Uh, Forza Horizon number 5, Xbox exclusive, Xbox console exclusive. Uh, unique vehicles, beautiful environments, incredible weather, visuals are huge. There's a huge open world environment. There's a pinata game, a bowling game, all kinds of little games to play in there with the cars. I give it a 5 out of 5. It's going to get me back into a racing game again, which I haven't been into for years. We had Redfall 2022 is when this this is coming out also. It's a four-person team-up fighting game with lots of character styles, powers, and weaponry. Left for Dead, Borderlands-type look has vampires in it. Gave this one a 5 out of 5. It, it looked, looked a lot of fun. At Back for Blood, player versus player, play one side. Zombie or human game collects teams' times, and then you swap sides, and the best times win, apparently. Uh, if they have other, I'm sure they got other modes and stuff in there, too, but that's one of the unique modes that I liked on it. And play as humans, kick the shit out of each other, see how long you last, and then swap over to the zombie side and see how long you last. Uh... And then 
think we'll get back to you. Well, they did have some uh, oh, how do you <laughs> attachments, uh, add-ons, uh, things for your equipment. But uh, for the PC group, for the PC players, they had some interesting goodies. They have a impulse neuro controller basically a game glove that enhances your gaming uh not a full glove it just goes like over one fingertip and around the wrist and stuff so they have a csl dd wheelbase this thing's awesome you take your steering wheel adaption and you connect it to this wheelbase and it gives you real life driving experience uh the feel all that stuff Runs around 350 bucks starting out. Uh, the One X player, it's a handheld PC gaming device coming out, a new one. So look into that, see what happens with it. And the ASUS PG32UQX is a monitor with LED backlighting, all kinds of extra enhancements to it. It's biting you on ass at about $3,000 coming out, but something to look into if you want to enhance your pc gaming and then if you do watch the show i believe it was the day two show they're going to go through some stuff around the pc gaming shows and stuff around that mark i think it was but they kept flashing across uh one of the gaming screens and there were tons of co xbox codes on it so if you're willing to sit down and go through all those codes, you might get some special little freebies. I wrote a few of them down myself, but there were tons of them. So I was going to check out the few to see if they do do anything. And then if they do, then I'll go back and get the rest of them, get all my freebies that I can. But I figure I'd just write a few down and try them out. Check them out if you want. You'll, you'll notice them when they're going through a bunch of games in like a game room. That's when it happens. I will get back to you with day three stuff or some more day two stuff. And then we'll get to day three later on. Get back in a second. Okay. Some more stuff to happen on day two of E3. They showed us some Elder Scrolls online. There's going to be some more stuff going on with that, apparently. Square Enix came out. They showed us Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, this game looks fun. I want to play it. But I give it a 3 out of 5 because the character visualization, these characters don't look the way I want them to look. Granted, I'm not the artist doing them, but they're not looking like they do in the books or the movies. They look a little quirky. So I'd like to see them focus a little more on that. But like these games, they pump them out pretty fast just to get them out there. And you do get a ton of gameplay. But the storyline can be lacking. So like I said, I think they, they push these out too fast. But... We'll see what it has to offer. Standard Marvel gaming fun. But yeah, 3 out of 5 for Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy. Final Fantasy and Legend of Mana are being remastered. 
I'm talking a bunch of Final Fantasies and stuff like that. Uh, Marvel Avengers is also coming out by Square Enix. This one also gets a 3 out of 5 for me. Same thing. All these games are pretty much the same to me. I enjoy them, but I don't play them straight through because I just get burnt out. So many different characters to open. So many different ways to replay it. And it's just things don't really change other than the characters and the uh, abilities that they have. But Marvel Avengers, more characters, better graphics, same old shit. They do have a Black Panther War expansion, Black Panther War for Akanda expansion coming out. Uh, Just Cause style gameplay look to it. That looks fun. But yeah, 3 out of 5 for that game. Uh, mobile games coming out. We have ones like Hitman, Snipers of the Shadows, uh, Near Reincarnation, NIER. Final Fantasy, they have tons of different types coming out, mobile and platform style. Other games we got are Babylon's Fall, which is basically a fantasy adventure. Give that one a two out of five. Near Atomica. I give that one a two out of five. It's a martial arts, fighting, swords, hack and slash, exploration. Style game, never big on those hack and slash games. They're fun to start with, but it just gets so repetitive. I mean, really? A guy's going to take a eight-foot swinging sword on a chain, take a hundred hits before they finally die? I mean, seriously? That's the thing that always annoyed me. It's like, you got to hit these people so many times to take them out, and there's thousands and thousands of them just coming up the hills at you. Uh, it just drove me nuts after a while. But Life is Strange. They have the remastered collection coming out. I don't think they need to remaster it. I think it's a beautiful-looking game from the start. But I give it a 4 out of 5 just to see what they do with it. I'd like to take, see him take it off the story base to make it an actual game. First person style. Yeah, I, it was a big one for that platform. and It did, did a great job at what it did. Uh, Stranger of Paradise, which is a Final, Fan, or Final Fantasy origin. Basically, just what you would expect. A Final Fantasy game, two out of five. It's like PlayStation spent so many years working on Final Fantasy that they're putting out a ton of different ones at once, which is overkill to me. It's like people begged for it for years, and now all of a sudden you're just going to dump them all out at the same time. It's like you could have just put out one, one or two a year for the last 10 years and never really finished going through the whole platform of games that they have to offer but PC gaming I'm not into because I don't have a great enough PC gaming device but they always looked good and interesting but I personally prefer a platform the controller style myself but they have Naraka Blade Point Dying Light 2 which I love Dying Light, so that'll be on all platforms. A lot of these are on other platforms, too. 
they're just focused on in the PC gaming show. And I didn't rate these just because I'm not a big PC gamer. So you're going to have to check them out yourself. But Dodgeball Academia. It's basically an animated dodgeball game. Looks kind of fun. Chivalry 2, which is a first-person slasher-style old-world battles. Raw Men, R-A-W-M-E-N. It's animated storyline, kind of a Splatoon look to it. Civilization 6, all the Civilization games have been interesting. Humankind. Uh, they Always Run, which is a 2D side-scroller Castlevania futuristic-style game. Orcs Must Die 3, animated fun third-person tower defense. Vampire the Masquerade, Swan Song. Uh, Giga Bash, which is Gaiju fighting brawler type game. Looks like top-down. Lemnis Gate, L-E-M-N-I-S. It's a first-person shooter, turn-based strategy, take turns playing type game. Some new concept, interesting. Next Space Rebels, which it looks like model rocket building, but then it almost looks like it goes into actually space, actual space rockets. I don't know. They didn't show us much. War Tales, Age of Empires, Old Wars type game. Ixion, I-X-I-O-N, comes out in 2022. It's another space exploration looking game, but not enough info on it. Far Changing Tides. It's from the creator of Far Loan Sales. Uh, Lakeburg Legacies, the story game type thing. Tripwire, which is Interstellar Insanity. Mech Warrior 5 Mercenaries. Pretty much says it in the game. Built, which looked actually interesting. It's an Ori style game under the sea. We have Hello Neighbor number two, uh, Jurassic World Evolution two, Gloom World, and other New Blood games are coming out. They had a variety of New Blood games that they quickly threw out at us. Solstice, which is a hack and slash with ghosts with a ghost sidekick type game. That one actually looked kind of fun for a hack and slash version. Chaos Gate. Damon Hunters, it's a Warhammer 40k game. Pioneer, first-person shooter, apocalyptical type game. Eve Online. Lumber Hill, which is like a Farmville type. Arborea, it's a 3D action monsters type game. Tinykin, another tiny animated person game. Chernobylite, which is team and base building, sacrifice, turn base, Icarus, early man to space, it goes from, it looks like, you start out as like caveman days and you end up in space in the futuristic type days, I don't know, Mecha Jammer, looks like an open world RPG, the Wandering Village kind of had a dark cloud style look to it. Death Trash, Songs of Conquest, 
Citizen Sleeper, and Project Warlock 2. All some games you want to check out if you want to see PC gaming exclusives and stuff. See where they're going with all these. If I can turn my page. Yeah, in a future game show, it showed Extinction, which is a prehistoric game. They got a lot of prehistoric stuff coming out this year and a lot of miniature stuff and a lot of hack and slash. Those seem to be like the three biggies. But this one I give about a three out of five by the looks. Uh, Grow, which is a sandbox adventure. It's Grow, Song of the Evertree. Looked pretty interesting. Uh, I gave it a four out of five. They had a tale of paper, which a lot of these didn't have much info on them, but they look kind of interesting. Get packed, gate walkers, uh, some animal style games were backbone. I think you get to play as a raccoon, beacon pines, uh, game deck, trifox, timber boring. Don't know if you get into like playing as a beaver and stuff in that one or what. Rift Breaker. Didn't have much show on it. Esports Boxing Club is coming out. They didn't have a ton of esports games and a ton of basically sports games. I didn't see like the NHL, but all those games. I'm kind of curious if they're going to do their. So a separate show also, and and we had 20-some hours of crap here. It's like we couldn't just fit it all in, but I don't know. I wasn't the one that made it. Hell Let Loose, which is a Medal of Honor look to it. Uh, Red Sol- Solstice 2 Survivors, kind of like a real-time tactical assault eight-player co-op on Mars game. Lake which is 80s town life storyline type game. Looked really interesting. Eldest Souls, fantasy type gameplay. Enlisted, warfare gameplay. Severed Steel, bullet time gameplay. <laughs> and there's a ranch sim. There's Shim. Uh, Dome, King Cabbage. I don't know. Kind of like animated games and stuff. Sonic Colors Ultimate, the new Sonic the Hedgehog game coming out. It's Storm Mancer, which is a star-based builder top-down game. Kiwi, K-E-Y-W-E, basically two Kiwi birds working in an office, puzzler-style game. Death Run TV, which looked kind of fun, fast over-the-top shooter. Uh, Super Magbot which is a Mega Man-type looking game. Hoku Life, H-O-K-K-O, which is a cartoon world game. Honey, I Joined a Cult, which is a top-down game. Kings of Seas, more pirating. Greek, G-R-E-A-K, which is an Ori-type game. Sheltered 2, Harold Halibut. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Look funky and interesting. 
the animated world play game. Happy game. <laughs> it's an interesting little character. Then exploring in a happy-looking world and then tripping out and all the happy things turning evil. <laughs> kind of like smiley face plants and all this shit everywhere. <laughs> it looks... it. I What I gotta check out and play someday. Minute of Islands. Basically a puzzle platformer. Oli Oli World. O-L-L-I. Is animated skateboarding game. Just a fun kids version of skateboarding environment. Tales of Iron. Kind of like medieval animals. Uh, Lust from Beyond. Fire Commander. Winter Survival Simulator. Basically what you think. Surviving winter environments. Akiva Strip. Shadowverse Champion Battle. Story of Sex, Sons, Friends of Mineral Town. Uh, her Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town. I don't know. I got that one all messed up on my writing. Rune Factory 4 and 5 is coming out. Never heard of 1, 2, and 3. So I don't know much of shit about that. <laughs> uh, Batora Last Haven. Uh, two Point Campus, where you run a college or different colleges. Project Ferocious, an action adventure dinosaur far, far cry looking game. War Cry Challenges, running gun type game. Conway Disappearance at Dahlia View, which is a detective thriller. Immortality, which is another thriller. And uh, for the Far Cry fans, they do have some Blood, Blood Dragon expansions coming out again, which we really enjoyed that animated animated Far Cry 80s look to it, that neon look. It was a fun game. The Blood Dragon games and stuff were fun, so check out the expansions. And we'll get back to you with some Day 3 stuff. Okay. Let's get into some D3. D3. <laughs> D3 E3. A3 E3 talk. Alright, we had Intellivision. They came out with a whole new system. It's called the Intellivision Amico. A-M-I-C-O. It's a basically new, a new family gaming console. Uh, games designed for multiplayer in-home fun. Controllers are rectangular again with screens on them. The old, old Intellivision controller type controller combined with we features kind of that type uh, weird rectangular look like usual going old school with new tech games looks like classics upgraded to party games board games sports kids atari style games uh, nice for families and covid times i don't know overall how that will work out 
Sounds like they're moving the whole house upstairs. Sorry about that. Coming across down here at all. But, but yeah, it looked interesting for a new system. Great for anybody that has a family, I, I suggested, for a nice little gaming environment. That way you don't have to have a bunch of board games stacked up. Get this, and so when you want to play a game, you got one. Throw it on, play with family. Give you something, or friends, or whatever. Use it at parties. Something that was really cool, but not fully explained, but they did spend a lot of time on it. I'm not totally sure if it's coming out. It looks like it's got a game with it. The game's coming out and everything, but it's called Blancos. These are, and every person that was talking about it had like a three-foot-high one that was totally decked out the way they had it painted up and stuff like that, but it's like uh, pop-style characters. Basically, that you can do up just a whole different look to the characters. They're weird characters that you can design, customize. The They're just like the pops and just blank pops that you could design up. Uh, they have a Blanco's block party game, apparently. Playing, collecting, upgrading, selling, building levels. Make You can make shooter games. You can make racing games, whatever, with this layout i just don't know enough about i want to know is this an actual game or what they talk about that you can create your own original artwork and you can earn money when you sell it and like artists are all excited they're bringing in special artists and companies with this they like the concept because they can sell their individual art over and over and over again instead of selling a piece of art to someone and that person having rights to do whatever they want with that art uh, you can actually make money more than one time off your artwork. So a lot of big art collaborators are getting together. To, they're all excited about this. I'm really excited about it. I want to know more about it. I want a few couple, three foot big Blanco characters in my room sitting around me. But yeah, let's see what this has to offer. I'm really intrigued by that. Uh, Life Slide. It's basically you're a paper airplane animated it just it looked really interesting for just being a paper airplane flying through an environment and you can change up uh fix up your airplane and stuff make it fancier so that's something to check out i gotta see what that ends up being these three games are like space ex exploration type games falling frontier Alliance of Sacred Sun of the Sacred Sons and Terra Victa. They didn't have much to say about them, but they looked interesting. Falling Aces is a crime noir animated game. Got Larsenauts, which is theme based action. Got another Toy Soldiers game coming out. Got Moo Lander, which basically is cows and spaceships. All I can really say about that one. Uh, Bark. Don't know much about it. Tungus Tunguska, which is a top-down zombie shooter game. Nico, Ghost Jump. Don't know much about it. Extra Galactica, also wanting to hear more about. A lot of these games are probably barely touched, but they had to put their name out there just to get information out to the masses to get some excitement going for their games. Dreamscaper, which is a variety gameplay and repeat type game. Uh, 
Coromon, C-O-R-O-M-O-N, Zelda-looking game, uh, Airborne Kingdom, which is basically grow a town amongst the clouds, Cat Cafe Manager, explains itself right in the name, To the Rescue, work in a dog shelter, uh, Slaughter League, which is Ninja Warrior with spikes, <laughs> and group play group running dark deity which is a srpg uh one lonely outpost a world builder type game hands of aura action rpg and you got tower rush and anu card coming out we're just finally hearing that they're getting 5g out and all the controversy about 5g and they haven't advertised it on day three about 10G coming out already. <laughs> it's like, really? <laughs> We're up to six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> you haven't even got number five. You're already going to start controversy over 10. Uh, can't we ever just experience technology for five years before we bring something new out? <sighs> Capcom came out with Resident Evil Village showing. Which basically, the reason they call it Resident Evil Village is the V-I-L-L on the village is the V-I-I-I symbol for, Greek symbol for the number eight. Uh, it launched last month, I believe. They have the online multiplayer Reverse, R-E-V-E-R-S-E, separate. Uh, Monster Hunter Stories 2, which I... Didn't get into any of the Monster Hunter games myself. I'm definitely looking forward to Resident Evil Village, though. Uh, the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles from from something from who? Uh, basically, like a crime noir type thing or something like that. Pro Tour 22 2022 esports. They talked about a little bit things there coming out but basically that was the layout for the three days at e3 fun interesting uh most of e3 was people i didn't care about talking a lot just showing games and they could have cut the 27 hours of time down to about seven hours i don't know it was like 20 some hours the stuff, but I don't think we really needed to see all the people yapping and crapping in between and all that shit. People I don't even know from the gaming world, and I follow a lot of gaming audio and video podcasts, so that was a surprise. I kind of expected to see more of my IGN crew there, but sadly, no. Uh, but basically, some awards I give out for the show is Best New Concept is that Blanco's Thing that I was talking about, I really want to know more about that, see what comes out with it. Best learning exploration type games, I'd say Flight Simulator and Rocksmith Plus. You want to learn how to fly, you want to learn how to play guitar, these are great things to do. Just want to get the feel of it or whatever. Uh, most wanted games by me are probably Starfield and Dying Light 2. And then biggest surprise, which is also a very wanted game by me, is Tiny Tina's Wonderland. 
and best follow-up game, which also is a most wanted game for me, is Far Cry 6. Uh, best sports games, I'd say, best sports game looking wise is Shredders. Uh, best driving game, Forza Horizon 5. It's like they didn't have many competition for these people either. It's like they wasted a lot of time on top down games, 2D games, and hack and slash and stuff like that. And they could have put more variety out this year. That's my number time waster. I'd say Slime Rancher. Uh, most curious game. Atomic Heart, Lake, and Happy Game are ones I really want to know more about. Uh, best team up games. Looks like Redfall, Rainbow Six Extraction, and Back for Blood. Overall system winner, I would have to give it to xbox because the other ones didn't make an appearance and television is for the family and i guess we're just gonna have to wait to see and i will talk about it once we hear more about nintendo and playstation and ea sports and all that stuff i expect some more things to come out but we will see what they have to offer in the very near future hope you enjoyed this this is our e3 uh review and we'll have some more gaming goodies hopefully coming in the future us to talk about good to self be good to everybody else take care and we'll get back to you someday soon